Hello, welcome to Bible Read Me. I'm Charles Van Dersen. Today I will begin summarizing the reading of February the 12th, which is day 43. Again, Moses taught the people the importance of honoring the Sabbath day's rest. Then to prepare materials for the tabernacle, he called for a sacred offering from, quote, all whose hearts were stirred and whose spirits were moved, end quote. Reference Exodus chapter 35, verse 21. The people were eager to generously support the Lord's construction of the tabernacle. But then after some time, such a large amount was being piled up that Moses had to command them to stop giving. I wonder, does that problem ever happen in contemporary Christianity? The women who were skilled in sewing and spinning made yarn and linen cloth. Finally, with all the materials donated, precise observation and care was employed to record the step-by-step -step creative production of Bazael and Oholiab in detail. Interesting that teaching was listed as an ability that is given by God. Reference Exodus chapter 35, 34. February the 13th, day 44. Bezalel and his assistant Oholiab and the other skilled craftsmen whom they had trained made the ark, table, lampstand, incense altar, altar of burnt offering, wash basin, courtyard, clothing for the priests, ephod, and the chest piece enabled by the exceptional talent and wisdom bestowed on them from God. Repeatedly, it is recorded that they employed great skill and care. Understandably, it would take this to flatten out gold sheets, then cut them into threads that could be sewn into finely woven material. An inventory of all the money and materials was compiled and maintained by the Levites, and the priests recorded this data. Finally, the sacred medallion that was the badge of holiness was made of pure gold. It was engraved with the words, quote, Holy to the Lord, end quote, and attached to Aaron's turban with a blue cord. Note, we probably could never imagine how attractive the workmanship and colors must have seemed, being that it was so rare to see such things in those days. February the 14th, day 45. Moses inspected and approved all the parts of the tabernacle. Then God instructed Moses to assemble the tabernacle and put each object in a specific location within it. He placed the Ark of the Covenant in the midst of the most holy place, along with the accompanying items. Then, after anointing the tabernacle and all its furnishings, along with Aaron and his sons, the cloud and fire of the Lord's glory covered and filled the tabernacle so heavily that Moses was unable to enter into it. From this moment forward, the Israelites would begin the practice of moving and settling as directed by God's presence. Whenever his cloud or fire lifted up or settled down, the Israelites would follow suit. February the 15th, day 46. After Moses anointed all the tabernacle furnishings and the altar with its utensils, the tribal leaders presented the oxen and carts to be used by the Levites for transporting everything to do with the tabernacle except for the sacred objects. These were to be carried on the Kohathites' shoulders. They were a division of the Levites. Beginning with the tribe of Judah, a leader representing his respective tribe of all 12 tribes dedicated an identical offering to the Lord. Decide if yourself if you think this is significant, but compare Numbers chapter 7 verse 12, Judges chapter 20 verse 18, and Revelation chapter 7 verse 5. Is this significant to you that Judah went first? God spoke to Moses from between the two cherubim above the ark's cover. Interesting to me is the miracle of sound created without the use of any physical matter. Reference chapter 7 verse 89. 
As a musician, I've always been fascinated by timbre and wondered if there is any instrument that could produce a sound without timbre. I assumed that God's divine voice would be a very unique sound. February the 16th, day 47. The Levites were forever dedicated to serving the Lord as his own special possession. All the firstborn Israelites belonged to the Lord, but the Lord traded them as substitutes for the men of the tribe of Levi. Two weeks after the tabernacle was finished, the Israelites celebrated their second annual Passover celebration. God stipulated the directions on burnt, grain, and peace offerings, including the instructions on the procedures for slaughtering the animals. A few interesting details. The Levites' careers were from ages 25 to 50 only. Never burnt yeast or honey in the offerings to the Lord, and always season offerings with salt, and finally, to never eat the fat or blood. February the 17th, day 48. The main subject in this portion informed the Israelites about how to find forgiveness for unintentional sins committed by the high priests, the Levite community, Israel's leaders, and any of the common people. Even if the sin was not deliberate, the Lord said the sinner would still be guilty. The sacrificial directions given by God were specific for each type of violator. God gave the directions and procedures for the sin offering, guilt offering, burnt offering, grain offering, and the ordination offering. Restitution for committing fraud or theft is full repayment to the victim, plus 20%. While in Christ, Christians are free of all these sacrificial procedures, it is important to muse on how much freedom our faith in the sufficiency of His all-encompassing sacrifice affords us. Let us praise Him. February 18, Day 49 God gave Moses instructions about the guilt offering, it was most holy, and the peace offering. He forbade the eating of blood and or fat. He stipulated that the breast and right thigh of the peace offering was reserved for the priests and Aaron and his descendants. God said that this was their rightful share. I wonder, is this where we get the idea of rights? Moses ordained the priests by first washing them. Does this also remind you of Jesus and his disciples in John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17? Moses said, Everything we have done today was commanded by the Lord in order to purify you, making you right with him. Now stay at the entrance of the tabernacle day and night for seven days, for this is what the Lord has commanded. Reference Leviticus chapter 8, verse 35. How would you feel if you were told to stay at church that long? This ends this week's reading. My next episode will begin with the reading on February the 19th. I look forward to your visit then. May God bless you.